We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Listening to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, welcome. A fantastic show for you and a craft beer guest that's going to be joining me this hour. News and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easy on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And by the way, we are Alexa Ready. All you have to do is say to Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and voila, you will be able to listen to me. So my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing. Scott and Bob Olson recently broke ground on a new tasting room that will be a stone's throw away from MetLife Stadium. That's coming up in about 20 minutes. Scott is... Uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. One of my wife's favorite people, too. She loves Scott and Bob. Um, she just finds them very funny. They, you couldn't find two more different personalities that run a brewery. And Bolero has really been tearing it up uh, in the last 12 to 18 months uh, with a lot of their beers that they're coming out with. And they're gypsy brewers. And I, I wanted to talk to Scott not only about the new tasting room um, that's going to be uh, put up, again, uh, in northern New Jersey, but... What's it like being a gypsy brewer? We've talked to many gypsy brewers, but um, the guys from Bolero, they are traveling all over the state of New Jersey, into New York, into Pennsylvania to make their beers. What's, what is it like as a gypsy brewer? You're going from brewery to brewery every other day, it seems. I mean, Scott's schedule this past week was jam-packed. He was at one place one day, another place in another day, driving the truck here, doing this. I'm I'm sure it's a relief that they're going to be building a brewery, and finally keeping everything in house, where they're not having to drive every you know all over the place. They drive to one location, you know, to do their work. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I I just want to get a perspective from Scott about that, about the new tasting room, and other stuff about beer uh, in the state of New Jersey. Again, that's coming up about 20 minutes from now. If you didn't hear the news last week, I'll mention it again. The craft uh, the craft beer cast. Moving a day and time slot, so this is our last Saturday, uh, Saturday night together. If you're listening on AM 970, the answer on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. We are moving uh, starting next Sunday, August the 12th. We will be on at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 8 o'clock Pacific, if you're listening out on the West Coast, on Sunday nights uh, starting next week, August 12th. So make sure you uh, note that, and uh, the uh, the latest, po- the latest uh, show will be up. The following morning on Monday morning, uh, just as soon as we can put it up, we will get it up there for you. Uh, Big Brew returning to the Morristown Armory, Saturday, October 6th. Two sessions, 
Uh, first starts noon to 4 p.m. Second session is 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. You can get yourself a $20 discount on early bird tickets. It expires Sunday night, August 5th at midnight. That means tonight, if you're listening to the show on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, at midnight when it turns to August 5th, that code will no longer be used. Use the code EARLYBIRD, uh, BigBrewNJ.com, uh, for tickets and info. Uh, designated driver tickets, 15 bucks. And if you're coming on the train, there'll be a free shuttle service to and from the Morristown train station. Very cool. Allison, uh, who runs these events, does a fantastic job. It's a great event at the Morristown Armory. Definitely want to check it out. Saturday, October 6th, two sessions, noon to 4 p.m. Second session uh, starts at 5.30 and runs until 9.30 in the evening. Again, $20 discount, but you have to get it in if you're listening to the beer cast on Saturday night at midnight, August 5th, uh, which would be tonight. Uh, use the code EARLYBIRD, BigBrewNJ.com for tickets and info and get that discount. Now, Bush Gardens in Tampa extending its free beer giveaways for park guests. The program allows guests over the age of 21 uh, to get two 7-ounce pours of select beers for free each time they visit the park. Uh, it was scheduled to end today, or actually tomorrow, uh, but uh, Sunday, August 5th. But according to the Tampa Bay Times, uh, it's been extended uh, through August 24th. So uh, good stuff there. Uh, and I'm guessing because it's Bush Gardens, it's probably a lot of AB InBev beers. But, uh, you know, hey, two free beers, two free beers, right? Can't beat it. Uh, let's get to some other beer news. So uh, Modern Times, uh, a brewery that I've been to in San Diego, apparently um, the director of brewing operations at San Diego's Modern Times, uh, Rick Blankmeyer, has left for a position as the quality assurance manager at the Belching Beaver Brewery in Vista, California. Um I'm uh, very happy to be there at Modern Times, but apparently he is moving on uh, to other things at Belcher Beaver Brewery. Uh, Blankmeyer will be supplanted by Modern Times head brewer Tim Camelotes, who's been with the company for four years. Uh, the craft brewery, which recently opened outposts in Los Angeles and Portland, has also made several staff cuts at these locations. Modern Times spokesperson confirmed the news to uh, Brewbound, uh, adding that the layoffs were deeply regrettable, but not in any way a reflection on the overall health of our business or any of our other uh, current or future tasting rooms, breweries, or restaurants. And in an email to Brewbound, the spokesperson cited inexperience in running a restaurant and overstaffing in order to meet initial traffic as reasons uh, for the layoffs. Uh, Modern Times, uh, which gave a minority ownership stake to its employees last year as part of an employee stock option plan, said no share buybacks were triggered by the cuts. So uh, some changes over at Modern Times. Those guys make some great beer. If you're in, in Southern California, that is a brewery you definitely want to check out, whether you're in San Diego uh, or in uh, Los Angeles, but you definitely want to you want to check them out in San Diego. They make some fantastic beers. Constellation Brands has promoted John Alvarado to the role of senior vice president of brand marketing for their beer division. Alvarado joined Constellation in 2007. He served in a number of leadership roles, including vice president of brand marketing for the company's beer division. Alvarado will report directly to executive vice president and chief marketing officer uh, Jim Sabia uh, and Switchback Ales. Uh, is going to uh, their Switchback Ale, 100% unfiltered, 100% naturally carbonated, uh, well-balanced reddish amber ale, now available in 16-ounce cans. We're seeing a lot of breweries doing this, doing 16-ounce cans as opposed to 12-ounce, so it's a four-pack instead of a six-pack. Um, they are debuting now in Vermont. They're going to roll out gradually to the rest of New England. Uh, founder and brewmaster Bill Cherry said, Ale fans have been asking for cans, but we held off until we could install a canning line designed for craft brewers from the ground up. It's from Germany, integrates the seamer with the filler in one monoblock, 
to give craft brewers unprecedented control of the filling speed to maintain world, uh, world-class quality. Switchback cans feature a non-BPA liner to assure quality and a special matte finish on its graphics. Uh, Cherry also said that uh, the, uh, drinkers for a Switchback Ale are assured the same great beer flavor experience they expect from us. Zero compromise on quality. The beer is identical to our bottles and draft, which aren't going away, and the fill is the best that exists on the planet. We're excited to add more options and cans in the future. Uh, Got to get a contact bill uh, from Switchback. See if I can get a couple of uh, the cans instead of the bottles. Had their bottles. They had squat bottles, uh, kind of like Schmitz back in the day. Uh, but it'll be interesting to have a, a Switchback Ale out of the can and see if there is any difference. And then uh, Founders Brewing uh, has announced the return of seasonal favorite and former Art Prize winner Mosaic Promise. Uh, This is a single hop ale brewed exclusively with mosaic hops and a single malt. Golden Promise, uh, juicy mango and earth pine flavors uh, combined with powerful aromas. It's a low ABV of 5.5%, extremely drinkable. Uh, The good folks from Founders sent me a couple of cans last week and and had one. It is very good. We're going to review it in Suds and Duds later in the program. Uh, It is available uh, now through November 2018. Suggested retail price, Mosaic Promise, $9.99 for a six-pack, $17.99. Uh, for the 15-pack of cans. So that is definitely something uh, that you want to check out. And then finally, real quick, we've got a couple minutes here uh, before we uh, wrap up our first segment here, and we'll get into some more news and notes uh, coming up in our next segment. But um, Kat Walensky, who writes for Beer Affair, uh, for Vine Pair, and a, bu- a bunch of different uh, places. You can follow her, actually, on Twitter, at Beer Affair. Um, she writes this great uh, little piece about 10 telltale signs that you're in a legit brewery. And I've got to give Kat a lot of credit. There are some great uh, points in here. Uh, you definitely want to check it out. We'll post a link to the article. I've already tweeted it out and put it on our Facebook page at uh, Algatulo uh, Craft Beer or the AG Craft Beer Cast uh, slash Facebook. But um, there's a couple of points that I just want to make mention of that I think she does a great job uh, of pointing out. Uh, at a brewery, when you go there, the list is always changing. This is point number three. That's a great point. If the brewery is cranking out beer and you're, you know, obviously they have some staples that they want to sell. But if you're seeing a lot of changes on the list, that means the kegs are kicking. That means the people are drinking the beer. It means the beer is fresh and it's probably really good. So that's a really good sign. If the list is changing, that's definitely a a good reason why uh, you want to, you know, you want to go to that particular brewery. Um, The other one that she mentions here. Actually, uh, in number eight, point number eight, community is evident, uh, whether it's local artists on the wall, people there are conversing, uh, everybody's talking about whatever, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about the beer, but that is what brings, to me, what brings part of a community together. You go to the local uh, brewery, and everybody's there. Who's in town? Is it the mayor? Is it a councilman? Is it your neighbor? That's a cool thing. That's what's great about breweries, too, is that community is evident, and The final point that she makes, you want to come back. You know what? If you like the experience, if everything is great, it's definitely something that you want to return to time and time again. That is something uh, that you definitely want to take into account. But we're going to tweet the uh, article out tonight. You definitely want to check it out from Kat Walensky. She does a great job. Uh, It's a really nice, well-written piece and something that brewers should also be looking at, too, if you're looking to start up a business. Take a look at those points. Very important. Obviously, the beer is the most important thing, but you want customers to come back again and again and again. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes. Folks, just getting started on this program, and it focuses on that delicious beverage made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law and wondered what's the best course of action to take? During Kevin McCullough Radio, you'll hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a real listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to mikeconnors at gmail.com. That's mikeconnors at gmail.com. Or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500 and see for yourself. That's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors every Saturday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Phil Van Horn here for Blue Rock Energy. It never hurts to explore your options, and at Blue Rock, there's a lot to explore, like fixed, variable, and blended energy rate plans for your business, a full range of services to help reduce energy consumption, and a level of predictability that your local utility can't match. Plus, our energy advisors are there every step of the way, so whatever choice you make, you know it's the right one. Visit BlueRockEnergy.com today and learn how to get a free on-site assessment. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Are you struggling with what you see in the mirror? Stubborn belly fat, unwanted weight, dieting, starving yourself. Despite all your efforts, you're still unhappy with what you actually see. My longtime friend, Dr. Melinda Keller, has a weight loss program for you where you can be guaranteed to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in just 40 days. No drugs, no shots, no hormones, no surgery. It's all natural and doctor supervised. Call my friend, Dr. Keller, at the Brooklyn Wellness Center today, 718-234-6212. Hey, what's all the racket about? Didn't you hear? A massive project to repair the Route 495 bridge between New Jersey Turnpike and Route 3 to the Lincoln Tunnels starting in August. One lane of traffic in each direction will be closed for the next two and a half years. The good news is the exclusive bus lane will remain open throughout construction. Route 495 already has a ton of traffic. And with the necessary construction, it's only going to get worse. What are the alternatives? NJDOT created a website, RestoreNJ495.com, where you can sign up for project alerts and get all the information you'll need to know. And they've been working with the community to promote several options. Consider switching to public transportation, leaving earlier or later to avoid peak commuting times, telecommuting, using George Washington Bridge or Holland Tunnel, joining a carpool or van pool. Visit RestoreNJ495.com to sign up for project alerts to stay informed. This message is sponsored by the NJDOT, New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. things I used to do. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on social media very easily. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com, slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albergeatnycradio.com. iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And, of course, we are Alexa ready now. You just say, Alexa... I'd like to play the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and boom, there it is. So, pretty simple. You can get us anywhere. And um, my guest tonight on the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast, coming up in just about 10 minutes from now, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort Brewing. Uh, Scott and Bob recently broke ground. Uh, Bob Olson, that is. 
uh, with Scott Wells, recently broke ground on a new tasting room that's going to be a stone's throw away from MetLife Stadium. And that is coming up, as I said, uh, about 10 minutes from now. Very cool. Uh, very excited for those guys. And if you have not tried Bolero Snort Beer in New Jersey, uh, I encourage you uh, to pick up some of their latest cans. It, they really are doing a fantastic job. And it's interesting because, and I don't think we get into it in the interview, but Scott is not an IPA fan. He does not drink IPAs. I think he's allergic to one of the one of the things in the IPAs or whatever. And um, he is just not a fan of IPAs, yet they continue to churn out these really great beers uh, in New Jersey. And, you know, there are issues with how breweries are operating in New Jersey, the ABC and the restaurant owners and all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's nice to see that these guys, who are gypsy brewers, again, they don't have a, a location. They're finally breaking ground on a location. But they're bouncing around from brewery to brewery to brewery to make a living. And it is remarkable um, that they're able to do it, pull it off in such great fashion, and um, both still be married. Let's put it that way. I mean, that's a tough – it is a tough life when you're running around all over uh, the state of New Jersey and in other states to brew beer uh, with other brewers. So we get into that with Scott and a lot of other stuff as well. Um, love Scott. He's, he's, really, um, he's really become a very good friend over the last couple of years. Um, he's outspoken. He's loud. He gets made fun of on uh, – on beer groups in New Jersey, but I'll tell you, he is a mensch. He is really just uh, good people. So let's continue on with some news and notes here uh, on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And we're going to head out west. Lots of West Coast stuff happening. Uh, Breakside Brewery, uh, we've had them on before. We've sampled a couple of their beers, good stuff from them. Uh, their latest beer in their rotating IPA series, uh, this is called Thirst Trap. Um, as they say in their press release, the Rich Brew boasts a flavor and aroma profile that is at once surprising and entirely perfect, which can best be described as Christmas in the tropics. Ben Edmonds, uh, for the brewmaster who we've interviewed before, he says, Thirst Trap continues our exploration to the far reaches of the world of hazy, hazy and juicy IPAs. What excites me about this particular beer is the way that it combines some hops that some brewers have written off as old-school Chinook specifically and really highlights just how contemporary a profile it really has. Huge grapefruit notes from Chinook, and when you pair it with Mosaic and Simcoe, it becomes a real symphony of hop flavor. And in some ways, this is like West Coast IPA gone east, kind of like what would happen if Breakside IPA Wanderlust and What Rough Beast had a kid sister that was way cooler than all of them. That is the quote. From Ben Edmonds, it weighs in at 6.4% IB, uh, ABV with an IBU of 69. Uh, a lot of aromas of guava, Sauvignon Blanc grapes, pineapple, and mango. Uh, this is a limited quantity uh, batch for just three months of the year. Thirst Trap brewed in small batches will be extremely fresh until it disappears completely uh, in midfall. So looking to see uh, if these guys have them in a bottle that I can uh, obtain uh, to check out and uh, sample, and if I do, I will get back to you with uh, the info and how it is. Uh, a new sour ale coming from Coronado Brewing, our good friends in Coronado. They just had their 22nd anniversary uh, last week. They're coming out with a new sour ale. It's called Tecalote Creek. It is a sour ale aged in oak barrels for 10 months uh, with uh, tart Michigan-grown Montemorency cherries. This interpretation of a traditional sour cherry lambic is named, is named for the Tecalote Creek that runs behind the Coronado Brewery, which I actually saw when I was out there in December. Uh, the beer is a 6% ABV, will be sold in a 500-milliliter bottle. So kudos uh, to the good folks from Coronado. Uh, a sour ale. Uh, I'm wondering if I can get myself a bottle of that as well. That would be, uh, 
Very cool if I got to check that out. And keeping it on the West Coast, Stone Brewing has uh, completed uh, their brewing trifecta. They have opened their tap room in Shanghai. This just happened about a week or so ago. Um, so the uh, America's eighth largest craft brewery opened uh, three first-class craft beer destinations on three continents over three consecutive months. So um, they opened the Stone Brewing Tap Room in Shanghai. This was preceded by Stone Brewing in Napa and the Berlin City Center Stone Brewing Tap Room in Prenzlerberg. So uh, this is pretty cool. So now you can get Stone Beer in Shanghai. This it marks the first tap room by an independent American craft brewery in China. Uh, it, it is just it, it's amazing. Stone has done a really good job uh, of making their beer. Um, they have spread out all over the place. Obviously, they're internationally known. Um, really, Stone puts out some really fantastic beers. And uh, again, if you're in China, you happen to be in China on business, you happen to be in Shanghai, you can get Stone Brewing in Shanghai. Now, the Napa Valley one, I, I really want to check out one of these days. I have a friend of mine who lives up in Napa. Uh, if I get up that way, I would definitely love to check out that place. And then, of course, you have the two locations in Germany, the latest one being Prenzlerberg in Germany. And the reason for that, the reason why they opened a second one in Germany, um, from what I've been hearing, the location of the first uh, Stone Brewing is a little bit off the beaten path. It's not close to trains. It's not close to um, to any type of public transportation. So it is, uh, a, a, you know, it's a stretch to get out there. Uh, so they decided to move a little bit closer. They still have their, their main place uh, in Berlin, but they also decided to move closer uh, within uh, the city limits so that this way people could access um, the more beers from Stone as well. Uh, the other problem in Europe Let's move this to Europe for just a second. And I was seeing this on the CBS Evening News uh, the other night. Europe is, is undergoing some record heat right now. So bad in Germany uh, that they cannot keep the beer flowing. People are, you know, because you have to remember, um, back in medieval times, beer was actually better to drink than the water. A lot of water was contaminated. And why? Because uh, back then... Europeans didn't know how to, you know, create sewers and keep their waters clean. So they're garbage. They would urinate in the water, in creeks and rivers and stuff, um, washing their, you know, their clothes when they wash them, washing themselves. Um, so you had a big issue with water being contaminated. So what would end up happening is lots of people would drink beer because the beer had alcohol in it, which would kill any bacteria. Okay, and so it was much more refreshing to have a beer than it would be to actually drink the water. Now, obviously, a lot of beers that were made back then were very low in alcohol content. So you're not drinking the beer and getting drunk. Now, I'm sure that if you drank 10 or 15 of them, sure, you could get drunk. But if you were having one or two or whatever, you would not be getting inebriated. And to be quite honest, uh, the differences between uh, American and European values, one of the differences in Europe, Beer is accepted. Alcohol is accepted in society. Kids are kids are imbibing in, in alcohol as early as, you know, seven or eight years old. Does that make that right in America? No, obviously it doesn't. But in Europe, it's socially acceptable. Kid has a little glass of wine with dinner, a little, you know, eh, gonna have a little grape juice or whatever. Um, it is much more socially acceptable in Europe to have alcohol than it is in America. I'm not judging here. This is the way it's been in Europe for, you know, hundreds of years, thousands of years. That's just how it is. But the beer was cleaner than drinking the water. So that's why a lot of people uh, would drink beer. But th apparently it's so hot there in Europe 
what is it? It reached over 100 in Spain, and you know, and they're continuing with this record heat uh, that they're running out of beer in Germany. So it's uh, just amazing. The other thing that Stone does, and we'll bring it back to America here uh, as we continue here with our news segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, Stone uh, has, you can order online uh, the new Woot Stout, uh, the collaboration between Drew Curtis, Will Wheaton, Greg Cook, uh, the Stone Farking Wheaton's Woot Stout, um, which is uh, an amalgamation of flavors. In fact, the folks from Stone are sending me a bottle uh, to sample. I had their uh, their version last year. It was fantastic. But you can order online now. Of course, the beer only ships within California. So if you live in California, you want to get yourself a bottle of the, uh, the Woot Stout, go online to stonebrewing.com. You can order your beer, and then you can pick it up. Um, you can pick it up at the brewery, or they will ship it to you if you live within the state of California. Of course, there's great uh, clothing as well, hats and T-shirts and all kinds of other stuff as well. You can also order not only a 2018 bottle of the Wood Stout, you can get yourself a bottle of the 2015 Stout as well. They also have some other ones as well from 2017, the, uh, the McHale, uh, the F- uh, Fyodor, uh, the Winter Harvest, uh, Zocavesa Chard uh, from 2016. They have that as well. You can order those things, and you can have them shipped within the state of California, uh, or you can go pick it up directly from the brewery. Folks, when we come back after a short break, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort will join me, and that happens next on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's partly cloudy, 84 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. It would appear a kidnapping scare that triggered an Amber Alert was a misunderstanding after the girl was found safe in New York City. James Flippin explains. 12-year-old Jing Jing Ma was on a tour of several cities around the country, traveling with other students from her native China. And although an Amber Alert was issued after she vanished, the girl's own parents say it was actually them who came to pick her up. Originally, authorities had said the girl left Reagan Airport outside of the nation's capital with a middle-aged Asian woman in a car with New York plates. Friday, when the girl was reported safe with her family in Queens, the dots began to connect. The FBI still looking into the situation. James Flippin, NBC News Radio, New York. Newly released surveillance video shows the shooting of an unarmed man by an off-duty NYPD police sergeant. The video appears to show off-duty Sergeant Richard Blake and 21-year-old Thabone Santana confronting each other along Livonia Avenue in East New York Thursday. Then as Santana puts his arms in his pocket, Blake pulls out a gun and shoots Santana. Police reportedly investigating whether the two were involved in a love triangle. In sports, Mets won, Braves nothing. They're in the third inning at City Field. The Yankees lost again to the Red Sox 4-1. to Time to check the traffic on the George Washington Bridge. We're looking good. There was police activity that had closed the outbound north tube of the Lincoln Tunnel. That has now cleared. Still a 30-minute delay. 10 to 15 inbound at the Holland Tunnel. Minor delays in the outbound direction. And a motorcycle crash on the FDR Drive. It's in the right lane southbound approaching Houston Street. 20-minute delays back from the 30s. You now know how not to go. The weather forecast Clearing skies tonight, low 70 to 75, and then Sunday, a heat advisory goes into effect through Monday night, partly to mostly sunny Sunday up to 90, clear Sunday night, low 75, Monday, partly to mostly sunny skies, high between 90 and 95 degrees, and sun and clouds Tuesday, high 90. Dave Banning, AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. If you're not getting a wonderful night's sleep, there's a good chance... It could be because of your pillow. And I've got great news because my friend Mike Lindell, the founder and creator of the most incredible sleep technology ever invented, the MyPillow, has brought back his most popular offer. Buy one premium MyPillow, get the second one 
free. Sleeping on a MyPillow is unlike anything else you've ever done. It never goes flat. It stays cool through the night. You can adjust it. And the patented fill gives you the exact support you need to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer and awake more refreshed. MyPillow is backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. You can even put it in the washer-dryer to wash it yourself. Now, you can get a buy one premium MyPillow and get another premium MyPillow absolutely free by calling 800-506-2641. Use the promo code AM970 or go to MyPillow.com. Just make sure you use the promo code AM970. 800-506-2641, promo code AM970. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Dennis Prager at 1, Michael Medved at 3, weekdays on AM 970, The Answer. Back to the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo G A double T U double L O, Facebook dot com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio dot com, Google Play, iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and we're even Alexa ready now. You just say to Alexa, Alexa. I want to listen to the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, and voila. The craft beer cast comes up. Can you believe that? Amazing modern technology. Now, my guest on the cast is one of the owners of a brewery that's located, well, it's not exactly located anywhere right now. They are gypsy brewing all over New Jersey, parts of New York, Pennsylvania, but they are just killing it with beers like Free Bully, Weekend at Bullies, and so much more. It's the reason why I play Dio's Gypsy. Uh, of course, I am talking about Bolero Snort. BoleroSnort.com is the website for more information. And I have to say, my wife was very excited that I was interviewing this particular person on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Let me welcome back Scott Wells to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Scott. What's going on, Al? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You got it. Anytime. Now, you and Bob Olson have really hit your stride in the last 18 months. You're churning out great beer after great beer, and you're doing all of this while being gypsy brewers. It is so difficult to produce great beer, especially when you don't have full control over the whole process. What's the secret to the success? 
Uh, the secret is just dealing with a lot of time in the car. Uh, no, it's, it's all about partnering up with the right people at the right places and making sure uh, everyone's on the same page at all times. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different than having your own place and dealing with the, the standard types of operational nightmares. It's its own set of operational nightmare instead with logistics. But when you have the right people and the right partnerships, you can definitely make it work out. And, and I have to tell you, Scott, there have been times where, you know, a couple of years ago, some of the beers didn't come out that good. There was a problem in the canning process or the bottle process or whatever. And you and Bob are so on top of the customer service aspect of it. People would complain on a Facebook posting or Twitter or whatever. And I've never seen a brewery. I I mean, I've seen plenty of breweries that do this. But you guys are so on top of it. Like, hey, let us know where the price of purchase was. We'll refund your money. We'll get you another bottle. We'll do that. To me, that is the secret of success to such a great brewery. You guys are putting out great beers. But the customer service is so much more important, at least to me, because if you don't have that, it's not going to – maybe somebody goes, you know what, I'm never going to buy another beer from those guys again. But you know what, when you take care of it and tackle it as quickly as you guys do, it makes all the difference in the world. In the world. Well, when you don't have complete control over the brewing process or the canning process or the QAQC, whatever it might be, right. the, the one thing that we can control is our you know, social media presence and our accessibility to the customer. Right. So without having the tasting room where they can come and see us and talk to us about something, making ourselves available online has kind of made that easier and really keeps us in touch with the people that do support us, which, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very much all over social media for that reason. I love getting the feedback from everyone because without the feedback, we wouldn't really know what directions we want to take. Right. So a lot of our success has been driven in large part by a lot of our fans that have come to us and said, hey, we like this, don't like that. We want to see more of this type of thing. And that's really helped us you know, put a lot of that together. So a lot of the credit does go to everyone who has stayed in touch with us throughout the entire process to this point. Now, the names of your beers crack me up. Every time you guys come out with a new release, I'm, I'm just waiting to say, okay, what's the new name this time around? Because you're doing it all around the bull. And the artwork is outstanding on the labels recently. I, I mean, within the last six months, some of the artwork on the labels are fantastic. Who's coming up with the names and who's creating the fantastic labels? So we basically have a staff artist, Jim Cole, who, uh, I mean, he does a bang-up job. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times it's the same with the beer. I'm personally not a brewer, but I can turn around and say to Bob and say to the other guys, you know, this is uh, the kind of beer that I want. Come come up with a flavor profile for a beer, and they can go and make that happen. The same thing comes to the artwork where we can kind of describe a concept for art or just give Jim the idea behind it, and he can come up with a bunch of different sketches. And he's always on the same wavelength as us. And what he puts together in those sketches before they, you know, come to life on the actual label, he blows me away every time. I mean, he has been on point with everything. And I don't think we could have ever asked for a better artist to come up with a lot of that stuff. That is, that's pretty awesome. We're talking with Scott Wells, one of the owners of Bolero Snort Brewing. More info on the beers and drops at bolerosnort.com or just follow their Facebook page. Uh, we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, all right. So after years of being bullied with jokes about the tasting room burnt down and, of course, not having a tasting room, you and Bob have finally broken ground on a new place. Tell the listeners where it's located and an approximate opening date. So we're in Carlstadt, New Jersey, uh, right off Route 120. It's like the backside of uh, the Meadowlands Sports Complex right over by the racetrack. Sure. Uh, found location. Got very, very excited for all the, the possibilities of the location. Uh, the, the location itself, the building that was there, didn't really suit our needs, so we just finished the process of demolishing the old building. Uh, we're breaking ground on putting up our own 16,000-square-foot facility, complete with tasting room. So, you know, location-wise, 
Very excited about it. The construction process, of course, is always an absolute nightmare. Sure. So the best I could say is hopefully early spring 2019. Okay. Um, I mean, Bob might tell you a little more of a conservative uh, estimate, and then I would yell at Bob because we're going to make it happen as soon as possible. <laughs> but, I mean, six six to eight months is, is probably realistic once you get – because you got to go through – I mean, it, it, you know, the permitting process and all that other stuff, and obviously you got to get uh, the township inspections and all that other nonsense. So it does take time. You're at the whim of those people. It's not necessarily the pace that you want to move. You might want to move quicker, but obviously you're constrained by state and local uh, city regulations. But Thanks for reminding me. No, I'm sorry. but but <laughs> But the great thing is where you're located, you're not too far from Brick City. I mean, you're probably, what, six minutes away at best? Uh, yeah, we're about five or six minutes away from Brick City, probably less than ten minutes away from uh, the elementary and the soon-to-open Hackensack Brewing Company, uh, maybe about five or ten minutes away from uh, Ghost Talk Brewing, which is opening up in the next couple months. Right. So we're going to have a great little neighborhood of uh, good brews to visit in the lower Bergen County, State County area. And and that's awesome because obviously you're going to be in proximity to, to MetLife Stadium, which is great. You've got you know the, the tailgating going on with concerts, obviously uh, the Giants and Jets. So you're in a perfect spot where you you know it's almost like a one-stop shopping kind of thing i'm wondering maybe a maybe a brew tour or something hmm, that could be that could be a thought there right there's something there there is something there something there talking with scott wells one of the owners of bolero snort brewing uh more info on the beers and drops at bolerosnort.com we're here on the algatulo craft beer cast on am 970 the answer so scott uh question for you what has been the biggest surprise for you this year with regards to New Jersey breweries. We've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the no dogs rules in some towns, they're now cracking down, doing away with food trucks at certain breweries in certain townships. What's been the biggest surprise for you? Yeah, you know, it's funny. that New Jersey brewing culture and the scene has really come into its own in the past couple of years. We've really kind of skyrocketed with the quality of beer coming out of a lot of breweries in the state, a lot of national recognition for some of the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. And what amazes me, we still don't get a lot of local support from the uh, the bar and restaurant community, and obviously there's many many bars and restaurants that have supported New Jersey to a great extent, and many of that do all New Jersey beers. But you see a lot of pushback coming from that side of the business, um, which kind of impacts the brewing industry in terms of you know, whether you can't let dogs in or whatever the, the nonsense of the day is that tries to keep people out of the breweries. It's surprising that unlike other communities which have a better relationship with craft brewers and the restaurants that uh, the other side of the business hasn't seen the benefit as mm-hmm. much yet and isn't trying to get behind building up our brewing culture so we can all benefit together. Um, so that, that has been very surprising. I think 2018 has seen a lot of that come to head. But the bright side of that is we're kind of at a low point right now, which means we have nowhere to go but up. And I think we have predicated on a lot of these companies that do get that and do want to see a lot more of the local stuff in their tap lines and do want the customers who are clearly seeking out good quality local brews to come back to their establishments. I think uh, we're going to see a lot more partnerships and success with that in the very near future. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point scott because it's interesting you know you see certain towns that embrace the breweries and see it as a kind of a communal meeting center and they try to you know hype it up around it and obviously the benefit of that is not only does the brewery make money the restaurants in the area make money because they can bring food in from those restaurants you can get takeout or have them delivered and stuff i I just don't get certain towns or 
Maybe it's not even the town. Maybe it is the bar and restaurant owners who are like, oh, they're trying to take business away from me. It's two separate businesses. All they can do is serve beer. The restaurant has the advantage of being able to serve hard liquor, being able to serve food, doing things that the brewery can't particularly do. It just it, it irks me to no end, and I wish these people would get the, the bar and restaurant owners, some of them would get their heads out of the sand and actually see that embracing New Jersey beer is good for everybody, not just their bottom line, but your bottom line as well. Now, uh, last question for me, Scott. Uh, what you guys have on the hopper in the next couple of months uh, that's going to be coming out uh, that you're going to that p- people are going to be wanting a taste of? I mean, I would give you some ideas of the next couple of beers that are coming up, but it seems like every time we sit down, we change the production calendar dramatically. <laughs> so I don't want to go and name any of them before we change the names or change what's getting brewed. But we do have some uh, some pretty excited stuff on the, the very near horizon. We have a uh, Christmas-themed beer that we're doing with a very good friend of ours that I'm very excited about to come out later this year. Cool. Um, we're doing a series of constructible beers, kind of constructible. Oh, yes. So the, uh, the promotion behind that is if you collect every beer, in the constructible series and bring us a label from each of those beers there's going to be a uh, special prize waiting for you in the brand new tasting room as soon as we get that open oh that's cool all right i like that i'm spending the day down at uh, three threes brewing in hamilton new jersey right and we're brewing up something uh something very small but something very fun and interesting that you'll be hearing about in the very near future see this is what's great so obviously folks for full disclosure we the, the show airs on saturday night but i tape it earlier in the week and when I was talking with Scott earlier in the week to try and get him on the show, he says to me, okay, uh, Tuesday I'm at 3-3s. On Wednesday I'm in the truck heading up to uh, you know some brewery up in New York. Um, uh, Thursday I'm going to be at this other place. Whatever. He never stops. He's in, a, he's in a different location every day. And it's amazing, first of all, the fact that you guys are able to do that and produce quality beer time and time again is amazing. But it's got to be hell on your personal lives. Like I'm in South Jersey one day, I'm in North, I'm in uh, you know upstate New York another day. It's got to it's got to wreak havoc on your personal lives. I mean, that's probably a better question for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> make sure she's not armed at the time. Exactly. My guest has been Scott Wells, one of the owners of Bolero Snort Brewing. More info on the beers and drops at bolerosnort.com. Scott, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. And your busy gypsy schedule, I so appreciate it. Al, always a pleasure. Hope to see you soon, brother. You got it, man. When we come back, time for Suds and Duds, and it's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Joe Walsh wants to see a different kind of reform. We got problems in our big cities in this country between police officers and black Americans. And the answer is always police departments need to reform themselves. Never looks at the community. How can black urban America reform themselves? The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 9, right before Eric Metaxas at 11 on AM 970. The answer. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. Thousands of doctors, health specialists, and professionals recommend Balance of Nature as a way of improving their health. Listen to a few unsolicited success stories from doctors that use Balance of Nature as well. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. I take Balance of Nature because I know, I've seen it in my lab, and I know that it works. I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. And that, to me, as a scientist, rings so true. 
When you call, use discount code THEANSWER, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Hey, folks, Frank Morano here. Summer is officially here. You're getting pool party invitations. You're getting invitations to the beach. But if you're like I was, you're afraid to be seen in a swimsuit because your gut is still a little too big. Well, that's where Dr. Melinda Keller can help. With her Brooklyn Wellness Center weight loss program, you can lose between 20 and 40 pounds in just 40 days guaranteed. There's still time to get in swimsuit shape. Call Dr. Keller at the Brooklyn Wellness Center today, 718-234-6212, or visit her at weightlossbrooklyn.net. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at AM970TheAnswer.com. Segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Catulo. That's G A T U L O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. You just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show on those two platforms. Plus, we are Alexa ready. If you just you have an Alexa, say Alexa. I want to listen to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and bingo, there it is. So, pretty cool. Now, don't forget, before we get to Suds and Duds, the Craft Beer Cast is moving to a new day and time starting next week. That would be August the 12th at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be on the air. That's Sunday, August 12th, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll no longer be in our Saturday spot at 8 o'clock at night, uh, Eastern. Uh, There's a new sports show, I think, starting uh, from 8 to 10 on Saturday night. So we're moving to Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern. It's actually a good spot for me if you want to hear the show live uh, because uh, we won't be preempted uh, by too many different sports events. Um, We'll have the podcast up uh, next day. Uh, you know, without a, without a doubt, the next morning before 6 o'clock in the morning, it'll be up, so you'll be able to download it and listen to it on your way to work, uh, which is what I find that a lot of people do these days uh, when it comes to um, listening to the show via podcast. They're listening on their way to work. Maybe they're in their car. Maybe they're on the bus, uh, you know, and they pop their headphones. And I find I, I do that with certain podcasts uh, that I do listen to. I'll, I'll just put it on on the, on the way in to work or on the way out because it's usually about a half hour uh, Forty minutes for me to uh, to drive in from home. There's no you know there's no real traffic in the morning. There's a little bit more traffic coming out uh, in the mid morning, but it's a good time to catch up on some podcasts uh, that I may have missed. So uh, new t- new day and time that starts uh, next Sunday, August the twelfth, eleven p.m. Eastern. That's where the Craft Beer Cast uh, will be on. But let's get into our suds and duds segment. This is the segment where I talk to you about the various beers that I've had over the past week or so, and I let you know if I liked them, which would be a Suds. And if I didn't like them, that would be a Dud. So um, a couple weeks ago over at Cypress Brewing uh, for their uh, three-year anniversary, and, of course, we had Charlie Backman on the show uh, last week, uh, one of the beers that he had me try, he was walking around, you know, saying hi to everybody. It was a big turnout, wanting to greet people, et cetera, et cetera. 
And so um, he had a bottle of ossified in his hands, which is Cypress's take on the Old Bailey's Irish cream. So he said, you got to try this. It's great. I love it. He's a big stout guy. So I had a little taste of it. And let me tell you something. It was so good that I decided I'm going to buy a bottle of this. And the, the, the secret that Charlie didn't tell in the interview, and I'll reveal here, is the fact that they, Cypress likes to make stouts uh, quite often, but they don't advertise that they're releasing stouts. They advertise their other stuff, but they really don't do a big push on their stouts so that they have stouts going throughout the year. So this ossified had been out for a little while, and again, stouts, most stouts, you can age them after they get put in the bottle. The longer they sit, sometimes the better the flavors are. Sometimes they, the, the flavors get muted, but in some cases when they have bourbon and all kinds of other stuff, the, the flavors progress as the months go on, you know, assuming that you're storing, you're storing it correctly. So anyway, uh, he had a couple of bottles left of the Gossified. I said, i got to get one of these. I know my wife would like it. And sure enough, this is basically a beer Bailey's Irish cream. I love it. It was so good, roasty, uh, delicious. My wife really enjoyed it. Um, I've really gotten my wife into the stouts. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of loosening her up on the IPAs, too. So uh, we both enjoyed this one. This is a great beer. Uh, Charlie, thank you for the suggestion. Uh, it was excellent. Uh, very much appreciated. The good folks from Coronado Brewing sent me their Marine Dream IPA, which is the second in their art series. Um, and I have to say, I really enjoy this. It was juicy, a nice bitter bite at the end. And as I said to Coronado, we need this in New Jersey. This is a great beer that I think people would like. 6.5% uh, ABV. It's not super heavy. It's, it's actually, from an IBU standpoint, it's only about 50 IBUs. Um, but it's, it's really tasty. It's got that juice. I don't want to say it's a juice bomb because it's not. But it's got that little juice taste in it. And then that little bitter bite at the end to remind you that it is an IPA. Now, uh, I know the folks from Coronado are sending me a couple of cans of their 22nd anniversary um, beer, which I cannot wait to have because they usually they knock it out of the park with their anniversary beer. But uh, definitely, if you see a Marine Dream IPA anywhere around in New Jersey, definitely pick it up. You might not. You probably have to travel a little bit further down in North Carolina in order to pick it up. But, of course, if you're on the West Coast, certainly get yourself the Marine Dream IPA. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Founders had sent me a couple of cans of their Mosaic Promise, which they are re-releasing, which we uh, had talked about in our news and notes segment. Um, I really like this one a lot. Clean, nice malt, good hop. Um, another kind of easy drinking. Um, I don't know if I want to say it's a starter IPA kind of to get you into that mode. Um, but I would put it, I would definitely put it up with kind of the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Because Sierra Nevada is not really an IPA. It's, it's, it's on the other end of the spectrum as a Pale Ale, kind of, you know, a lighter version. This is kind of a lighter version, too. Uh, very nice. Uh, the mosaics, the mosaic hops there really shine through. Uh, it is an excellent beer. Then I had the Heavy Seas Grand Crew as we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Heavy Seas sent me their Grand Crew. The bourbon is subtle in this one. The red wine, you can definitely taste it. It had been aged in red wine barrels. Uh, very nice, very strong. I have to say, it took me a while to get through this one. Uh, I mean, it was later in the evening when I was drinking this, and I'd already had the ossified. So, you know, it, it's probably something I should have drank earlier than later. And I don't really say that about too many big, boozy beers. I like to have the big, boozy beers at the end of the night instead of the beginning of the night. But this is definitely something where I probably should have eased into uh, earlier. 
Um, but this is nice. If you like red wine, if you're a red wine drinker and you like a little bit of bourbon uh, in your beer, you will definitely enjoy uh, the Heavy Seas Grand Cru. Uh, main beer company uh, really knocks it out of the park every single time. Had a lunch uh, over a Paragon Tap and Table. Very piney, nice. Just the the way um, the way an IPA should t- a traditional IPA should taste. It is really good. Uh, anything from Maine, you will not go wrong uh, when it comes to uh, IPAs. Then moved locally to the uh, to Jug Handles, Hopshorn Galaxy. Dank, but a nice little bite to it at the end. Really, really tasty. Uh, surprisingly so. Jug Handles has been doing a nice job. They've improved uh, over the last year or so uh, with their beers. And it's interesting. When a lot of breweries start out, um, they're, they're kind of hit or miss, to be honest with you. Uh, some things are good. Some things not so good. They kind of tweak the formula. Usually when they hit their stride about a year in, you really know what they what's really good in selling and what's not. And Jug Handle has done a nice job. Their quads are really good in the bottles. But this Hopshorn Galaxy uh, was definitely a tasty one. I am glad that I went with that. Um, very interesting. You definitely want to pick it up from Jug Handle Brewing. And then finally, uh, I think the first new Belgian beer that I actually enjoyed, uh, the Hemperator HPA. Uh, I cracked this with uh, my neighbor, uh, helped out with a, a little plumbing pl- problem that I had in the house, and um, I said, split this with me, because I've heard different things about it, I've heard that it's really strong, uh, and I really wasn't in the mood uh, on a Monday uh, to be drinking, you know, too many beers, so we we each had one first, and then we had uh, the Hemperator, and I have to say, surprisingly, it was not as bad as I thought it would be. There is a very, very pungent hemp smell when you open it. I mean, the moment you open it, it smells like weed. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. The flavors, though, were muted as I drank it. Uh, that was the interesting part. I really expected something different because um, the, the guys at Paragon had told me when they had that on tap uh, a few weeks ago, they were I think it was a New Belgian uh, tap takeover or some, something along the, uh, along the lines, but they had the hemperator on there, and they had cleaned the line out thoroughly, and there was still that hemp smell in the line. Like, it was that pungent and, you know, just lingered. It kind of lingered around. So I really thought that that was what it was going to be, but it was kind of muted as I drank it. Interestingly enough, I don't know if I would have more than two of these. Um, It's a little strong, but um, uh, to be honest with you, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, I was able to get through it without a problem. Um, A lot of the other New Belgium stuff, again, I don't get the allure of New Belgium. Uh, Some people just really enjoy them. They've not been a brewery uh, that I've enjoyed that much. I, I, I've, Again, this might be the first beer from New Belgium that I actually like. It's different. It's definitely not for everybody. Uh, if you don't like, obviously, if you're not into weed or any of that stuff, you're not going to like it at all. Uh, not to say that I'm, that I'm into weed, but you definitely get that very pungent hemp smell. And as I said to uh, a friend of mine after I had it, I said, boy, I said I'm getting the munchies now. So it's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those things that's an acquired taste, but I actually uh, enjoyed it. But, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boy, Scott Wells from Bolero Snort. Good luck, boys, uh, with all the construction and stuff. Hopefully uh, the brewery is up sooner rather than later. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody.